Welcome to Rocks Talks, the podcast that helps network marketers grow their business on social media. I'm Roxanne Wilson, social media network marketing coach with nearly a decade of experience in the space as well as television and radio experience and a passion to really help you and empower you to be the best network marketer you can be, which means knowing yourself and knowing your brand. And I'm Taryn Soa, your social media sidekick. I run all things behind the scenes at Rocks Talks. While being the right hand woman to Roxanne, I also strategize and manage our full social media plan. So I would love to share with you the tips, the happenings, all the things going on in the social media world. Each week, we're here to give you the latest and greatest in direct selling, social selling, network marketing, whatever you like to call it. The end game is for you to really understand your business, understand yourself and your brand, and to rock it on social media. You know, Terry Bear, tearing up my heart. You and I were talking about, like, um, reality TV before we came on. Mm -hmm. And... I'm obsessed with Love Island right now. That's like my jam. And you're watching the old Love Islands on Netflix. And I'm watching the new ones on Peacock that come out. This is the finale yeah. week, by the way. You asked me a question. Remember you yeah. asked me? What'd you ask? You Would asked you me? ever go on one of those shows? And I said, you know, Love Island is not my generation. I'm well beyond that. So would I do that? That's not really my generation to go on like Love Island and walk around in a bikini all day long and do kissing games and sleep with with different guys and maybe get in the hideaway. That's not not, not really my generation. But I you do don't want to try to do the sexiest car wash dance. Ah, uh, no, or the heart rate challenge where you're doing like teases. No, that like yeah. power to those ladies and that generation. But it made me think of the fact that there are different things that different generations will get behind. Oh, okay. Yeah. And when you think about mm-hmm. like network marketing, direct selling, um, this space, there's some things in some ways that are definitely like, what? Who would do that? That's kind of antiquated. But it depends on or who would do that? Like, or wow, that's so modern. Um, where am I going with this? There's something going on right now that is divisive, or as they would say in the UK, divisive. Um, when I think that's how they'd say it. Um, when I have it, no idea. <laughs> and I thought we could avoid talking about it, but it's kind of like me trying to avoid talk about talking about Love Island. And then I finally confessed on my stories the other day that I love it so much because I do. I cannot wait till six o'clock, really five thirty, when they post it on Peacock, so I can watch it live, so I can watch the news episode. And on hump day Wednesdays, I'm annoyed because there's nothing new. So we have to talk about M R R R R R. This is. I had to Google what this was. Yeah, I've been getting asked about it a lot, and also have been told many a story about the divisiveness, the divisiveness that this is causing on teams. So okay. we need to talk about this dang let's thing. Go down, let's go down this rabbit hole. So should we say what it is for those who don't know? Because I also didn't know. Yeah, and I'm not educating you to, yeah, we're not educating you to go down the path, but MRR. We're just going to give you a quick, like, so you kind of know what we're, you know, yeah, you get it. What the heck we're talking about. MRR is Master Reseller Rights. And what it basically is, is someone, which I actually would like to interview the person who started this bullshit. How do you really feel about it, Roxanne? Okay, so someone put together a course that's all about how to build your business 
online or like how to start a, a course or promote a product. Okay. And it literally goes down and gives you the details like from like email marketing. Does this sound familiar? Um, Social media, funnels, all this stuff that, oh, ironically, people like I talk about, but actually like coach, right? Anyhow, someone took this, uh, made it a course of some sort and then said, hey, so it'd be like, hey, Taryn, this is a great thing. This is like, if you want to start your online course, you want to be this, this is everything you need for it. I'm going to give you the whole blueprint to do it. I'm going to charge you $500 to do it, to buy it. One time fee of $500, or you can do like a monthly thing. But here's the really cool thing, Taryn. You can actually take what I've given you and then you can sell it to a bunch of people as well too. Okay. Okay. And you get a hundred percent profit. Mm, so it's different than affiliate marketing where you yes. share someone's course and you just get like a chunk. You're getting, you buy it and then you get 100% profit. Okay. Right. Which is why I need to meet the first person because I'm, what was in it for them? They're not getting any commission at all off of the other people. And then they're just saturating the market. You know what I'm saying? I'm very confused. You get me? Isn't that weird? It is weird, especially... I mean, they have to be asking a bigger chunk of change. So it's like, are they selling a no. $900 course? They're selling it for $500. And then they, I sold it to you and said, you sell it to everybody. Go sell it. For how much? $500. I don't understand either. That part, like the nuts and bolts. I would like to have the person who started this. Also, I don't know the quality of any of this. Let me just say that. I just know that these are, I've seen like the yeah. section one, section two. Okay, so as a result, a lot of network marketers, and I should say non-network marketers, are jumping on this bandwagon big time. I sent you that that promo that girl was doing. Did you see it in your Instagram? See, you'll take a look at it. Someone is like, oh, here's me just making money. Um, and people are bragging about making like $5,000 in a month already just from doing this thing, from selling this to other people. And people are jumping on the bandwagon and buying it. So the thought behind it for the, the person who gets the rights is they don't have to create the thing. Right. You don't have to make anything. Just sell the thing that someone else made. You probably don't even know who made it. And, and just sell it to the customer people. service? No. You just sell it. You just sell it. Okay. For $500. Okay. So I, I need to hear it all. Is this time for a rocks rant? Well, here's the thing. Okay. First of all, I am not surprised. And I have a lot of direct sellers and big team, like, team leaders are up in arms about this because their people are, they're like pausing, growing the business and actually like fundamentally talking about their hero product or whatever to stop and be like, oh my gosh, buy this course where you can find out how to do this. And then you've got all these people who are now like, I'm going to create an online course because I have this thing and I'll create this online course, which we know most people who buy it are not going to buy it, not actually going to do the online course. It's not going to happen. They're not. They're, They're not, not guys. I've been behind a lot of businesses, even if it's an amazing course. Mm-hmm. And secondly, if you haven't already done the work to know what your zone of genius is, why do you think that this like cookie cutter thing is going to make you realize, I need to create a course on such and such. And I hate to say it, but do you even know what you're talking about? Anybody can be an expert these days. And that is what this is preying on, in my opinion, in a big way, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I'm not surprised that network marketers are glomming on to this for a couple of reasons, because it is harder now to sell things than it was a few years ago. And yeah. people don't like hard, they like easy. Mm-hmm. And the second thing is, 
because already when you're network marketing, you didn't make the product that you are selling. So why right. does it bother you to sell someone else's course? Of course. Uh, that's what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this is mm-hmm. why I've, t- this is why I tell people, I'm like, well, obviously network marketing enjoy Like you didn't create your product anyway. Yeah. Even if I had like a, like a general store, I had a friend who used to have a general store. Like the store was hers and she decided what she put into it, right? So at least the store and the brand was hers. And then of course she didn't make the merchandise, but still she had control over that. But when you're a network marketer and you join like a company, you didn't make the product. You didn't decide the branding. If you don't, if you're not in like in the rock socks community, you might not even know how to brand yourself on your own. You're branding yourself as the company. So you are prime for going, oh yeah, I'll do this MRR thing. You were prime for it and you're making $500 a pop. Mm-hmm. And you're like, wow, if I could sell one thing for $500 versus having a hustle to 100%. sell one thing for 90 bucks and I get 20%. 100%. So it's like it, the math makes, the math is mathing. It feels really good to you. And I'm, and I'm not sliding that. If you go get your bag or if you want to get your bag, I just want you to think about a couple of things. At some point, the market will be saturated. Right. At some point, this course, who knows how good or bad it is, will be sold and offered to everyone. What is your plan at that point? You can't sell. This is the most like, you know, when they talk about finding a good network marketing company, often it's said that it's good to find a consumable product. It's harder. I'm going to say it. If you're selling something like, athleisure wear for my savvy and my Zaya's Zayers. I only need a certain amount of sports bras. And so most people are not going to buy 50 sports bras or buy one. Like we just don't need that. Yeah. And so it's a harder sell or jewelry. Those of you who sells jewelry like Park Lane. I only need so much of that. I don't run out of it. Right. And if it's not, you want it to be quality because if it's not quality, I'm going to keep buying it. So there's a little, that's a more, I'm not saying don't do those companies, but it's a more challenging. Mm-hmm. When yeah. I buy something like tea, I run out of my tea. I need more about more of it. It's a mm-hmm. consumable product. So there's a more guarantee of more frequency as long as you encourage me and I'm encouraged to use it. When you're buying a course, that's a one-time deal. You're literally saying, okay, what's yeah. my lifetime value? Like I'm going to get all technical business schooly, but what's my, what's, what is, what is Taryn's lifetime value of the lifetime value of a customer? Well, if I'm selling MR, it's one. I know I can get $500 from her and then we are done. So yeah, it's great to get that $500 early. Awesome. I got it quick. But you constantly need to be developing new relationships. Constantly. Which you do in your network marketing business. But it slows down eventually, right? And it balances out because then you have repeat customers. Right. And you have referrals. Guess who's not going to refer anyone to me? Taryn's not. Because Taryn is going to go ahead and sell it herself and get $500 for it. Heck yeah. I just learned this course. Ahoo. You don't even have to learn it. I guarantee you people who are selling it have not gone through the 12 whatever. I don't know how many. many, I don't remember how many. I guarantee they've not gone through it. There's no way in hell they've gone through it already. Mm Mm-hmm. You probably just, only need the first lesson and then you're like, okay, got it, selling this. Or they just mimic what the person before them did. I don't even think they're going that deep. Yeah. So, 
but you're it's a one shot. It's like literally a one night stand. Who just wants one night stands all the time? I mean, hey, if you do, that's fine. Get it, girl. There is nothing. You get yours. Get it however you want it. We're not judging it. (laughs) We're just saying you don't go back to your one night stand. There was a Sex in the City episode where like someone, I I can't remember who it was. It was like, you don't remember me? We slept together like X amount of years ago. And she's like, oh, no. And she's like, oh, well, you, and she didn't remember why they'd broken up until she had sex with him again. She's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've seen that episode, yeah. and then it, so then she's like, "Oh yeah, yeah." Like, "Oh, now I remember." <laughs> um, it's the same type of thing. Yeah, this one it has mm-hmm. eight modules and then a free community. So all I'm saying is this: Are you sending this to me? Let me see this. Oh yeah, I'll, sh- I'll send it to you. I will send it to you. I'm sending it off of that um, reel I shared with you. Okay. Yeah. Mm. So what I'm saying is this. You do you, but if you're doing MRR, please don't lose sight of what you're doing in your business because this will run out. It will run out. It is a fad that will run out. I guarantee it. It does feel a little slimy to me. I'm not going to lie. I think because it's like you're encouraging people to buy this thing. And I just feel like First of all, you're saying, okay, hey, here's how you can be profitable. Like, I don't know. I guess as a coach, and I'm not being, I promise I'm not being um, bitter beer face. What I'm actually saying is you don't even know how good this product is. And you're going out there and you're selling it to other people and saying, hey, spend $500 on it. That doesn't feel right to me. It just doesn't. It doesn't. Um, and I know you can give someone a course, one of my, you can give someone a course, you can show them exactly what to do, but it's, it takes more than that. Everyone is different. So you're selling them a cookie cutter thing and saying, oh my gosh, here you go. And you get all the profits. And I'm just like, I don't know. I mean, like I said, I think there's a community you got a attached feeling to it. about it. Yeah, I do. And I do. And I think that we fight so hard to to keep a good name in network marketing and direct selling. And mm-hmm. I feel like this just preys on all the things that are not good about yeah. industry. Is that fair? I agree. No, it's fair. I mean, yes. The fact here is, can you make money from this? Yeah, sure. 100%. Can you build a sustainable business from this? No. And I mean, if you want to go the course route, so say you've been in network marketing and you're like, now I kind of have a topic that I feel like I'm an expert on and want to do a course, do your own course. Exactly. And there's other ways to then build your business around this course. So you do have return customers and, you know, you can then build more monthly retention in. Yeah, yeah. This whole licensing thing is just exactly. If you think you've got it and you want to, you want to build, do it. I want, I want nothing more than a network market direct seller to be like, okay, I'm finding myself. Stella's finding her groove. Figure out what it is you want to do, whether it is continue to do network marketing or to start your own blah blah blah, and lean into it and do it. Not okay, I'm buying the rights, but you're really not because everyone's buying the rights. I could buy the rights and sell this. Everyone could sell it. I'm buying the rights. I'm licensing this thing and I'm selling it as quickly as I can on social media. It just feels like you're taking advantage of the system. You are. And guess what? 
when that runs out and you're like, okay, now I got to find something else I can sell, your people are going to go, no. That is so true. She's spam. They're going to trust you less because the credibility has gone down. And that is like the truth. I hear that all the time from people. Oh, well, she sold this and then she sold this. And I just, I don't understand where she's going with this is kind of this. Where are you going with this? What does this have yeah. to actually do with you? Yeah. Um, yeah. A good way to think about this, my thought kind of went to this. So you guys, if you're on our email list, you've maybe seen us share like other events where we share and we're kind of selling a ticket to someone else's event. That is very different. Like 100%. we vet what we're going to share because we have built a trust with our email list and we're only going to share things that we would recommend or like an event we're speaking in by we, I mean you, Roxanne, and that we recommend. Yeah. So you trust us because guess what? If we just shared all these crappy events, you'd be like, well, Roxanne's sharing this new event with me. That's going to waste my time. I'm not going to go. Like think about it that way. Right. The quality dilution is there. And also, I think this, like, if you think about it, you've never sold something like this before. You've never had a course. You've never done the thing. And now you're saying, hey, I've got the, I have the golden ticket to how you do this. Like, where, where did that credibility, like, there's no credibility there. I did mention there's some drama. I'm not going to go too much into it, but I will say this. What's happening is people on teams are doing this and then they're posting it on their team pages. Like selling it to their team? Yes. Yes. Not the leaders, people on the team, just selling it and posting on the team. And it's causing a lot of drama. And again, I'm like, when you do that, it does feel like you just want to make money off of people. Yeah. Isn't that what it feels like? Like you just want to make money off of people. There's nothing genuine about it. You literally just want to make money. 100%. Which you guys, baseline for every business, obviously you want to make money, but there's other reasons. Uh, the transformation is huge. Like I think about when I work with my clients and and putting out products and courses and stuff, I get giddy seeing y'all make transformation. That's what makes me happy. Yes, of course, money is part of it. And yes, keep paying me. But, and I but you say, feel good. And like feel, you feel good about it. Yes. <laughs> and I know, and there's also something about, you know, to get a little woo woo about what you're putting out there. So if you are selling something and your energy around it is not genuine, the quality of what you're selling and offering is just not the same. I'm frozen yeah. again, and I love this. You are. I like your face right now for right? the frozen look. It was a right. good one. It was a really good one. It, but yeah, I agree. I agree. And people see right through that stuff. We're getting smarter, and you know, maybe you'll trick a few people, but do you see what word I just used? Trick. Exactly. And how good does it feel to get $500 from your team member, your sideline sisters? What the who are also trying out there working their hardest to grow a business and get their feet on the ground. And then you, yeah. Mm -mm. So the verdict is a big fat no, guys. Yeah, I'm not a fan and I'm not a fan and I'm not a fan. Uh, if you want to create an online course and you really want to do this or they say, oh, you can use it on your business. Y'all, I have, I can give you recommendations for experts, true experts that on a daily basis are all about how to create online courses. Take that $500 and put it towards them. Go do a James Wedmore. I did James Wedmore. He's amazing. Do his digital course and literally, and I'm telling you this without like, I'm not getting, I'm not an affiliate for him. I'm just telling you right now, like do that. He gives you the whole like how to do it and it's up to date and it works. 
this random no-faced nonsense is nonsense. Okay. It is what it that is. Came nonsense. Out <sighs> nonsense. And I hate that we have to talk about it, but we do because it's in the world of network marketing. And also, I just want to remind you, if you're worried about, which we all should be, our reputation as network marketers, when you start adding this to this mix as a network marketer, you are just, it all feels like used car salesman bullshit. We've got your back. That's why we're saying it. Yeah. I'm going to give it to you straight here. Even if you don't like it. Well, what's going on with you behind the scenes, lady? It is hubby's birthday today. He is 37. Happy birthday uh-huh. to you. You are a little reverse cougar, Missy. I am. I'm very young and supple and just a little baby <laughs> over here. The word We're five choice. years apart. <laughs> the word <laughs> choice. We meet each other intellectually. I think I might be 40, you know, intellectually. I'm not sure. I am nine years younger than Scott, so there is that. What? You're giving me crap this whole time? We were talking about this before we podcast. I'm done. Well, I mean... End of podcast. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Yes, I have a sugar daddy, and he actually has two days off. He's got today and Wednesday. We're recording this on a Tuesday. And... um. We're going to go off the island. They call it the mainland. It's the lingo here now. We're going to Mackinac City. And we rented a hotel with a water park. And we're going to go on a mystery tour about Loch Ness. And no, like unicorns and Bigfoot. None of which are in Mackinac City, by the way. Bigfoot is. No, I think Bigfoot, I watched The Bachelor this season. Bigfoot is off in Washington somewhere. He's definitely also over here. His cousin, Littlefoot, it's here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we're doing that. I got up extra early. I've been working like all morning to get some stuff done. So that way we can enjoy and Aww. just do some fun stuff. We've had some heavy stuff going on in our life lately. So I'm like, just a little lightness would be nice. That's going to be fun. And the kids, you bringing the kids with you? Mm-hmm. Just making sure. the kids. Are they going to be afraid of Littlefoot or is it because it's little, it's going to be fine? They, my kids like creepy stuff. Like Davy's favorite movie is Hocus Pocus, which isn't really that creepy. And then Maddie's is The Nightmare Before Christmas. What? So, no, not like the... Nightmare on Elm Street, like no, the, the cartoon, cartoon one. Yeah, but that that those, yeah. those okay. That's still like what? Okay, yeah. They they're like they love Halloween and spooky things, which is funny because I'm like oh, it's it's okay. They love it. Well, then you they're gonna have a great time. Yes, that's awesome. It should be super fun or ridiculously corny. Stay tuned. Either way will work. Yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday, Jeremy, old man. Cheers. Cheers, Jeremy. I'm taking a sip. Okay. Oh yeah. My lemon water. Mine is throat coat tea from traditional medicine. Um, my world is, I am maybe getting, like, I'm feeling re- more rested, which is good. I won't say that I'm out of my rest cycle because that's that, that could be different. Um, I don't know that I have an urge for, like, I mean, watch out. There's all these things brewing, so. Everything's just a brewing. Stay tuned on the podcast of how you can pay us. <laughs> She's kidding. Um, do you usually wear your your ring? Yeah, always. I I noticed it more today than before. Maybe you have your hand up more. It's very clean right now. Oh, so yeah. it might be sparkling more, but yeah, I always wear it. It's 
very pretty. I always wear mine too, but I realize a lot of people don't. Have you noticed that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, interesting. Or they just wear the band and not the wedding ring. And here's my question about that. Why? <laughs> well, I think like some of the people I know, it's because they get heavier and then just don't. Oh, you mean their body gets update. heavier? Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant their, I'm like, the, the ring. Get the ring is so heavy. Oh my God, no, that? I think they're like, they're, oh. they get a little thicker. Okay. That makes sense. Which like when I was pregnant, I just bought myself a new fake ring. Because you wanted to have a ring. Because I was like, I want a ring. Yeah. Good I'm going to always wear it, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I just noticed. People, okay. I didn't think about that. People are wearing, and I'm like, to wear it just for your engagement and then not wear it again feels like, ugh. but that's a nice ring, people. No judgment. I'm just curious about why. I'm like, oh, yeah. you notice these things I, I more. would wonder if there's other reasons why people don't. Because those are just the reasons I've heard from. Like, I have a girlfriend who doesn't wear hers. And she's like, it just doesn't fit anymore. <laughs> I'm like, oh. oh. Make it buy you a new one. Yeah. Like, or you know you can get that thing, that hinge that opens up the ring. Yeah. There's options. There's options. Yeah. yeah. Eight years and I'm rocking. I'm going to rock. I mean, I did get an upgrade, but. Did you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's like, I sure did. He's <laughs> like, okay, I've earned this. The first one I put in some work, but then now I want the real one. <laughs> <laughs> you are so funny. Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah, that's what's going on with me. We're going to Boston in a couple weeks to visit Scott's oh, family. So we'll be there for a week. So that'll be um, good to see them and all the things. So, yeah, looking forward to that. That'll be so fun. It will be fun. Awesome. All right, All right, guys, we will be in your ears next week. Take care. Thanks for listening to another episode of Rocks Talks. We would love for you to help us get this message out to other network marketers. If you could follow, rate, review, wherever you are listening to this episode, we would greatly appreciate it. And hey, if this episode speaks to you directly, take a screenshot of you listening on your device and post it on Instagram stories. Be sure to tag us over at Rocks Talks. Always remember, you're not ahead, you're not behind, you're exactly where you're supposed to be, and we'll see you next week for another episode of Rocks Talks.